This is 100 Days of Dante, a podcast journey through Dante's divine comedy, one canto at a time. Join us online at 100daysofdante.com. Let's read together. The 30th canto of the Paradiso is Dante's last with Beatrice, though he doesn't yet know that. They're in the realm of the Empyrean, the throne room of God, which is really a place beyond place. The glory of God is becoming a place unto itself, and Beatrice's virtue reflects this glory so deeply that Dante cannot describe it. When considering the possibility of putting her beauty in words, Dante claims, from this point on I must admit defeat, sounder than poet wrestling with his theme, comic or tragic, ever was doomed to meet. Now the casual reader might find these lines suspect. After all, Dante is the poet. It's his responsibility to describe things. If he isn't going to describe things, let alone describe them accurately and reveal them truly, then he's either a bad poet or no poet at all. But how can this be? How can his growth in virtue, wisdom, and maturity ultimately result in this sort of failure? Do not poetry teachers the world over, and prose teachers for that matter as well, not chide their students for describing things as indescribable. This is not the first time, though, that Dante has protested his own inabilities as a poet. In the very depths of hell, words begin to fail him too. We don't find words failing him on Mont Purgatory, though. So what are the lowest depths of hell and the highest reaches of heaven? possibly have in common. Simply put, words fail Dante in hell for entirely different reasons than they fail him in heaven. Hell is hard to talk about because hell is meaningless. Meaning is the mystical connection between subject and object, between sign and signified, between type and anti-type. Meaning is only made possible, though, by Jesus Christ who is the ultimate and final union between all things material and all things immaterial. God loves, but God also is love. God does not merely have power, he is power. And neither is salvation a discrete object outside of God. Jesus Christ is salvation itself. He is the resurrection itself, the truth itself, not just the arbiter of these things. So too, God does not have meaning so much as he is meaning. Now, if we said that God had meaning, it would suggest that God himself pointed to something higher and beyond himself. And so we arrive at a paradox. God is the source of all meaning, but meaningless in and of himself. In the same way, God is the source of all movement, but himself unmoved. The reason Dante's powers of description fail him in the depths of hell is because God is absent there, which means that meaning is absent. To describe hell accurately would involve giving meaning to hell, because that's what descriptions do. They give meaning. Hell is an absence of meaning, and so no description of it is fitting. Every description of hell entails likening hell to something else, something we've experienced, something good, something in which God's presence is known. For this reason, hell has a tendency of rendering the poet mute. On the other hand, the beauties of heaven render Dante mute for completely different reasons. 
As Dante approaches God, he approaches the fountain from which all meaning flows. Words give meaning by creating connections, but these connections are necessarily limited in nature. For instance, the word flower is meaningful precisely because the word does not suggest minerals or animals. What I do is me, for that I came, as Gerard Manley Hopkins put it. For this reason, speech also fails in the presence of God because speech is confining and narrowing and exclusive. To speak of God is to limit him, and yet the closer Dante draws to God, the more unlimited God appears. For this reason, any description of God's glory will be false. To say that God's glory is like this obscures the numberless ways in which it's like that. In this way, Canto 30 looks forward to the final lines of the book, when Dante's intellect is not so much obliterated as it is completed, fulfilled, and no longer needs the power of representation because Dante and God likewise experience one another through pure, unmediated presentation. Speechlessness is ultimately a gift, not an imposed condition. Often enough, when leaving confession, I've despaired of having said all that really needs to be said. It seems like a farce to itemize my sins and then rattle them off, when what I really want to do is simply confess my entire life, and to yield up my entire life as my confession, and then to receive my entire life back as absolution. But this is nothing more than my own impatience, because, as Dante reminds us, Such self-surrender cannot truly take place until life is over. But that when life ends, it's not merely our sins which are forgiven, but our whole lives which are resurrected in Christ. In this resurrection, words are no longer necessary. Thank you for reading Dante's Divine Comedy with us. Continue the journey at 100daysofdante.com. 100 Days of Dante is brought to you by the Baylor University Honors College with support from the Tory Honors College at Biola University, the Templeton Honors College at Eastern University, the University of Dallas, Whitworth University, and Gonzaga University in Florence.